It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There we go. So today is August 31st, 2017. So Milo, please. Okay, so he shows me an image on the other side as if he was popping his head out of a uh, present, out of a Christmas present or a gift box. When I ask, what is this image about? He says it's metaphoric for, I did, I just popped into the other side. She needs to know that it was quick for me. It was like a popping in from one location into popping into another. Um, You know, he wasn't quite... Uh, Okay, he wasn't quite with it, he says, during his departure. So um, when I ask, what does that mean exactly, Milo? You know, he gives me the impression that there was um, a very short, short, I don't know, it might have just been seconds, period of time where his body was actually alive after the actual car incident. But he shows me that he... Mentally, personality-wise, he was already popped over to the other side. He wasn't hanging out with the body as it was going through its last seconds of, well, I still see life in the body, but he wasn't in it anymore, is what he wants you to know. It was very quick, a quick crossing Mm -hmm. for me. Um, He shows me the image now of sitting on your bed uh, beside you in spirit form. Uh, In this particular image, he shows me rubbing up against you. He says, I had to go. Um, He knows that this particular type of event, this particular passing, was extremely difficult for you. Um, He says, I needed a quick crossing, a quick passing. He says, I didn't know how it would pan out. He says, it was time for me to leave my body. says he had reached completion with his life's purpose. He says he had guided you um, to many different people, um, places. Uh, There was quite an impact that he is giving himself credit for, Lauren, in your life. Um, He accomplished a lot with you, helped you get from point A to point B in life. He's very Mm -hmm. proud of himself. He puts um, a happy face sticker on his, as if a cat could really really wear a shirt. So he says, my job was 100% complete. It was not incomplete, and he really wants you to know that. Um, He thinks that you have um, had some thoughts regarding life was robbed of him, and he shows me taking a big, fat eraser and erasing that whole (laughs) sentence instead replacing it with, it was my time. He says, some animals leave life in slow, drawn-out Sometimes he says excruciatingly difficult ways, and he says, that's not never been my way. He says he's always been very straightforward, very um, direct, very honest about, well, be his way of being in life. And so he says this particular passing was right in alignment with, I needed something quick and bold. Okay. Um, he's telling you that latter part, Lauren, in the hopes that somehow this, 
eases your heart of pain. It's like he wants to, he caresses your heart that hurts, and he, he says, be peaceful, my love, be peaceful. This is what he wishes for you, peace. Okay, now he's giving me some room to, to invite your questions. What's your first one? Um, I mean, that answered some of them, I guess. I just, um, you know, we were, John and I were both wondering what happened, you know, if, if something had happened, you know, with his heart that he wasn't able to cross the road fast enough or something happened, you know, that, okay. you know, Got caused it. that incident. Milo. Well, it was on some level he was ready to depart the physical. And he says he is not a cat who ever liked to be sick in his life. He thinks for the most part he was like the healthiest cat you knew when he was mm-hmm. in the physical. And as a result, going down the slow route of cancer or illness or disease, he says, was just not my thing. He shows me, like, throwing it behind his shoulder, like, that's not my not my path, not my interest. Um, so he needed something quick that would take him quickly. But aside from the actual logistics of it, Milo, uh, he did not foresee it coming. No, there was nothing wrong with my heart, but um, he does indicate... For some time, he had in inaccurate vision in his right eye. I want to say his right eye, like the right eye, he shows me as if it was cloudy. Um, when I look, he was in the body, and I look out his two eyes, I get normal vision up close and at a distance in the left eye. Right eye, the depth perception was totally gone, is what I get. I get he could see color, he could see light, he could see up close, maybe about two feet in front of him, but his depth perception between the two eyes was very off. And tell me, did this contribute at all to the actual event with the car? He says it did. So he says, let her know it wasn't my heart. There was a vision uh, discrepancy here Mm -hmm. in seeing, I thought, he says, that I could get across in time. He's dashed in front of cars before. He wants to let you know. Um, Yeah, I know. He was always so smart on the road. And and he was also having trouble jumping on the bed, but I guess maybe the vision was the Vision was the trouble with the bed as opposed to, you know, okay, his strength. Okay, why were you having trouble getting on the bed what, back when you were in body? It was the depth perception thing. Um, was it anything to do with your hind legs? He says, well, they were petering, petering out too. It feels like the energy and the stamina that he's always had, being a wonderful mm-hmm. pouncer when he was outdoors in his prime, uh, those pouncer legs feels like, yes, they had declined in um, strength. But he attributes it, okay, the bed issue is 50% hind limbs, 50%, just trying to, he would adjust his head um, when looking at the bed to try to figure out the height of it, okay? okay. Again, that All relates right. to vision. Um, he couldn't get across in time. His timing was off, is what he says, but his depth of perception, again, that came into play as well. You know, he shows me as if he's, um, okay, he's standing up, and he's wearing a party hat, he's holding a balloon, and there's a a crowd of other spiritual beings behind him as if they're all having a party, and he is the man of honor. He says, I want you to know, they threw me a party when I got over here. (laughs) Um, He has a fan club. I mean, he was very popular when he was at the physical, but he wants you to know he's just as popular on the other side. (laughs) Um, You know, he shows me two sitting on top of a fence post, uh, when I ask him what's this image about, he says, let her know that I can see everything now in a way that I couldn't see there in my last year of physical life. 
I can see what she's doing. I can hear when she talks to me, when she thinks about me, when she misses me. And he says he knows your heart misses. Misses is a huge thing that's happening for you. And he shows me when you go into deep missing mode, what he wants you to do, Lauren, is put your hands, your own hands on your heart and love yourself through it. Love yourself through the challenge of it. Love yourself through the difficulty. And that's as simple as thinking to yourself, I love you. But the you is actually yourself. You're talking to yourself here. Um, He still spends time uh, at the foot of your bed, on your bed, but at the foot of it in spirit Mm -hmm. form. Don't think you can get away from me, he says. I still watch (laughs) over you. Okay, he's quiet. What else for him? Um, Well, I... I live with my boyfriend, John, and John was spending a lot of time with Milo, you know, when I wasn't home, and John just wanted me to tell Milo that he misses him a lot, and he loves him, too. Okay. He hears these words. He says, thank you, John. You you are a good guy. He says, you were a good guy, and he's referencing when he was in the physical, but he says, you are a good guy. You take good care of my girl. He really trusts John with you, Mm -hmm. which is why sometimes... um, well, he says there were times he wouldn't let John out of his sight, that, that Milo would actually greet John, like, wow, John's here, and Milo just mm-hmm. shows me himself walking up when he was in the physical to John and really having a bit of a, a love fest um, where John <laughs> King was petting him and all of that. So, yes, there mm-hmm. is actually great mutual affection between both these males, male cat, male person, but he wants you to know that um, he can now take his eye off of John because he trusts you. He has proved himself worthy and loyal to you. Um, Mm -hmm. Milo shows me as, okay, I don't want to step on toes here, but Milo shows me as if John was putting a ring on your finger. I don't know if that's, you know, where you guys are. We are. We're thinking about that, and a lot of it is because of Milo, and I wanted him to know that because, you know, I've always known that John has had a big heart, but being able to see John's affection and his love for Milo, and especially in Milo's passing, it's really... You know, John actually showed me that he really does have a big heart. Okay. Um, Milo just applauds. He applauds all <laughs> He's happy for you both. And he says he's a very good guy and you should say yes. This is Milo's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Milo puts his hands on his hips and says, when are you going to get another cat? <laughs> He's, he says that, huh? <laughs> I yep. was deciding if it was something. I didn't. I was deciding. I couldn't decide if I didn't want Milo to feel like he was being replaced so soon. Okay, let me express that to him. Here's your words. He shows me an image of tapping his foot impatiently, looking at his watch, and saying, "It's about time. You go get another cat." He says, "You don't have to." Take the first cat you see, but, but trust who you're drawn to. And maybe the first cat you see will be the most perfect cat for you both. He says, but pick out the cat together. Now, when he says cat, he's actually showing me an adult. I, I don't know, Lauren, if you have a preference for kitten versus an adult, but he's showing me a young adult, like around the age of one or so. Um, now, he's not predicting here, just to be clear, you know, who you're going to yep. pick. It's not about that. It's just that he thinks that um, a cat that's set to go and a cat that might be happy living indoors Okay, um, that's maybe had some indoor-only kind of life experience. He thinks maybe uh, something for you to consider if you don't feel comfortable letting our kind, the cat kind, out again. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's showing me a, a white cat or at least a cat that has a 
darned a lot of white, white on it, like 90, 90% white. Um, but still trust who you're drawn to, Lauren. You'll know in your heart who feels like the right match. But he shows me, um, he wants to shove you both out the door and have you guys go looking at cats. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. He says cat energy for you personally is extremely balancing. Um, mm-hmm. He thinks that he, as Milo, had a big independent streak, and so he was very good at balancing himself uh, when he was outdoors, but he also met your needs by balancing you, by being around you. He thinks that the next cat you acquire will be more of a lovey-dovey person, want to be around people more so than not kind of guy and have less yep. of an independent streak. He thinks that's what you're looking for, and he says, good, put it out there. Choose that kind. He's not opposed. Okay. All right. What else for him? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just miss having him around. We... Um, you know, he our neighbors used to watch him a lot, Kelly and her girls, and they gave us a sunflower to plant for him, and um, we planted it right at the end of the walkway because that's where he would sit when we would come home. So, you know, that's he's still greeting us, and um, you know, we we buried his body um, near, you know, um, in the shade and in the tall grass where he would, um, you know, often sit. So. Um, he approves of all of these kind gestures. He feels they are, especially the sunflower, he feels it's in celebration of who he was. Yep. He, he superimposes his head into the middle of a sunflower. He thinks this would be a, a fun artistic expression. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what else for her, Milo? He asks you directly... Um, you're going to have to think about the first thing that bubbles up for you. Don't overthink it. Let your, your heart tell you what's true. He asks, what is it that hurts you the most about me being gone? Um, that I left to come to Delhi, and um, I didn't want to be leaving him. I felt like I was leaving him when he didn't have a lot of time left, and you know, not knowing that you know, his, you know, his life would be ended suddenly. But... Um, you know, part of coming to Delhi, I was kind of skeptical about it because I didn't want to leave him. That was one of the reasons And I, you know, I left and I said I'd see him in a week and then I left and I said I would see him in three weeks and then only one week later and I had to go back to say goodbye to him. Okay. He says, well, know that I follow you everywhere. You can't get away from me. And he says this jokingly with love. Um. You know, he always felt that he was very well taken care of, so I don't know who was taking care of him in your absence, but he felt it was very uh, satisfying, very fulfilling. Whoever mm-hmm. did, it's like it was good enough by me, he says. It was good, good care. Okay. Um, he says that you and I, okay, part of you being away from him, he says, mm-hmm. is, is you and him starting to feel or in, I should say anticipate, excuse, excuse the word feel, um, anticipate, our departure, he says. It's kind of like two friends that have been intertwined so closely for so long, starting to sense that our time together is short, and as a result, the two starting to um, put their attention on other things. 
okay, and mm-hmm. you putting your attention elsewhere, well, in your present moment there in Delhi. And he says, no harm. There's no harm in you being where you need to be. There's no harm in you being where you're at now, living where you're at now. He says, all is well. And he shows me an image of um, caressing your hair, petting your hair. Um, this is his way of soothing you, like a, like a mother would soothe a child who needed consoling. He says he has great love for you. Um, he is going to, okay, he's already been doing this. Your cat likes to hang out with you in spirit form quite a bit in your car. He shows mm-hmm. me an image as if he was riding, if you were driving, him being on the front passenger seat, but up near the headrest section as if he was laid out, sprawled out on top of that because there he could see what's going on through all the windows as well as see what you're doing. So know that you have a friend for life, he says, when you drive your car. All right. Um, He says, let there be peace in your heart because there's peace in mine. We had a good go together, a good life together. And he says for him it was 100% satisfaction. And although he knows you would have changed the way the ending or outcome uh, came together, he says, I wouldn't. I needed a quick out. He says, I was just direct, bold, and honest in life. He says, and so my ending needed to be nice, neat, and clean, and direct, bold, and honest. All right. Okay. So I'm going to thank Milo. And send him your love, Lauren. She loves you, Milo. Mm-hmm. And I send you my love as well. And we wish you the best. And let Lauren know when you're around in spirit form. He says, I'm around her all the time. She finds cat hairs. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he, he has a role in playing and, and making those cat hairs be where you find them. <laughs> Very good. All right, Lauren. So I am sorry for your loss of him, but my God, he is doing as fantastic as he always did in life. Awesome. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll get you the recording out before the end of the day. All right. Awesome. All right. You take care. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.